welcome to Storytelling. This week's guest is the visionary founder of Portfolio People. She has dedicated herself to a mission close to our hearts, making portfolio careers accessible to all and reshaping the way we perceive work in the modern world. With a rich and diverse background, encompassing consulting, contracting, committee roles and an unwavering commitment to personal and professional growth, she stands as an undisputed expert in the realm of portfolio careers. Today we're delving into a subject that connects us all, our names. So join us for an enlightening conversation as we discuss the fascinating exploration of the significance of our names. Please welcome Rupa Datta. Hello Rupa and welcome to the podcast. Hello Debbie, great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Rupa, why are names so important? For me Debbie, names are the essence of somebody's identity. I was given a name at birth, and I'm sure there were debates between my parents. You were given a name, and someone's name is their primary calling card. And the pronunciation of names are really important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the circles that you and I have moved in for the last few years, very international, very multicultural, having been born and raised in London as well. That makes a difference. And I think it's important if a name is unfamiliar to you for whatever reason to make an effort to try and learn it, whether that be through Googling or asking somebody to leave you a voice note. Or if you're not sure, try pronouncing somebody's name when you meet them and ask them if it's correct. Yeah, I totally agree with you. One of the things that I always do Whenever I meet someone for the first time, I either ask them, can you pronounce your name? And I practice it with them so that I get it correct. Or if you're not too sure, you just ask someone. And I think it's really important whether you're talking to someone on a personal level or you're speaking with someone on a business level. Why do you think people find it so hard to go through the process of asking for clarity on their names? That's a great question. I think I can come at it from different angles from what I've probably observed. And maybe on one level, there's a a fear of getting it wrong and being embarrassed by it. There's a fear of the unknown and unfamiliar. But, you know, if I'm being frank, I think there's also some truth in maybe laziness and expecting for one of a better phrase, foreign and unfamiliar names to adapt rather than the other way around. And as you're aware, I run a, a networking business as one of my various hats in my portfolio. And I have seen on all too many occasions, there's, there's one that stands out for me from a few months ago, an Eastern European lady being one of our events. And I happen to know the country she's from. And I could tell that she shortened her name or edited it. So it was more familiar to others in the room. But when I went up to her, I called her by her name and she was 
surprised that I knew what it was. And I actually invited her to own it and use it a little bit more. So I think we've all got our own part to play here in understanding the importance of a name, educating and upskilling people and reminding everybody that the importance of why. I think that's really important because, as you and I know, there's lots of people who westernise their names so that other people can find it easier to pronounce it, mm-hmm. or they change their names completely. Suddenly you've got an African or an Asian-sounding name or an Eastern European-sounding name being changed to, I don't know, something like Tom, for example. <laughs> Yeah. When really it's about allowing you to be your authentic self. And as you say, to own being your authentic self, which includes using your name, using your given name that means a lot to your original culture. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. I I think I should actually ask them, but I know on some level, and I do really like my name, but a lot of people even meet me and Rupa being two syllables that's quite easy a lot I do get asked quite often what's it short for or is that my full name and I know on some level I'm I'm glad my parents settled on this name but my father did make this decision based on the fact that he wanted it to be easier for people in Britain to say my name as opposed to I think one or two of the other proposals which in, in fairness I'm glad they didn't settle on would have been harder and I'm sure it would have been abbreviated and changed in all sorts of different ways so yeah owning your identity is really important to me. I have the same problem believe it or not my name is Debbie but a few people have called me by other names which I don't want to share right now so don't want anyone else to pick up on those other names it's like no just call me Debbie. Why do we allow other people to have such an impact on our names? I think there's so much here that we can unpack and and maybe one podcast episode is not enough. But a lot of it is going to come down to conditioning, where we were raised, how we were raised, what communities we may now live in and whether we've had to emigrate. Again, someone you and I know quite well. And you and I have also talked about African names and how they have been lost in generations for one reason or another. And that's possibly something different to say, you know, Indian names not being changed. But there's a lot of work to do here in terms of education and us all being allowed to find ourselves, for want of a better phrase. I'm going to catch myself here and and say it's also okay if someone doesn't want to find their name or doesn't actually care if they're called something different because that's okay too so it's not for me or you to judge if says someone says okay well no my name this person calls me x this is the name I was given at birth if they are truly comfortable with it it's not for us to to judge or make decisions it's their decision yeah I agree with that and I think it's also part of A lot of the buzzwords around right now are equity and inclusion. Mm. And being able to pronounce someone's name is part of that. How can we navigate names and, and pronouns with respect for others? I know before we talked about asking individuals how to pronounce their names. 
But what other tips would you provide to someone who's maybe they're in a meeting at work, maybe they're at a social function, someone's got a name which they can see written down, they feel a bit uncomfortable asking the individual how to pronounce your name, what steps could that person take to actually overcome that? The online world actually funnily has has probably helped with that. And, you know, you referred to pronouns, as many of us have seen in the last two or three years on LinkedIn or the renaming of yourselves on Zoom. You can put what you want. And I think if we were to use those tools or we use those tools more, it opens the door for a conversation. And, And I remember actually being in Europe with a friend and and my brother and and they were explaining a few examples of things to me. One in particular said, yeah, you know, from now on I'm going to rename myself in this particular way in Zoom meetings because all it may take is for somebody else in that call of 100 people to feel included when they know that somebody is giving them the opportunity to start a conversation. And that conversation may go in in a positive way. It may become a debate, but at least it starts a conversation. I think on instant messaging tools like WhatsApp, Slack, and maybe even on things like LinkedIn, even with a two-syllable name, there's value in me adding a voice note of how to pronounce it. And also, you can, on a lot of these tools, add the spelling of how it should be pronounced as well. So using those tools, but also making other people aware that it's there. I think that's really important. I mean, I think when you're speaking to someone and you use their name, it communicates to them that we care about that person. We're genuinely showing interest and we're demonstrating that they matter. And I think that's really important. So Rupa, we've spoken quite a bit about the use of names, why it's important to use someone's name and how using your name can demonstrate you being your authentic self. But if Mm -hmm. someone hasn't used their name for some time or they haven't used their authentic name, what tip would you provide to someone who wants to say, you know what, my name is, if I use a name like Abimbola, for example, and people may call this person Bola for short and this person wants to use their name in full now, what advice would you give to that person? I think, you know what, the fact that they even want to is a fantastic start. And my question would be, why did they not in the first place? Again, some people prefer nicknames and are comfortable with abbreviated names. And if that's the case, then cool. But what is it that's changed for them to say, no, I actually want to own my full name from now on, and that's how I'd like to be addressed? They need to be honest with themselves first. I think it's only a good thing. And if you think of scenarios where multiple people are being introduced at the same time for the same reason, and a very typical anglicised name or a very typical western name is said in full yet unfamiliar names are abbreviated that to me speaks volumes so it comes back down to yeah you you open the door when we're talking about the DEI stuff 
you know, diversity is one thing, but equity and inclusion, I, I don't claim to be an expert in this in any way, shape or form. But if we are all equal, let's start with the fact that if a person wants to be addressed by their real name, then they should be and and the other people around them ought to make an effort as well. And the same applies if you and I go to a different part of the world. I mean, I was happened to be on a call in the Middle East yesterday with some colleagues from other parts of Europe and another colleague from Pakistan. And the introducer made a good point, again, of checking after they had a go at pronouncing our names, whether or not they pronounced it properly. So it works the other way. I think it's just a, in some parts of the world, I felt more respect for people's names than others. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. We're demonstrating respect for each other and it all starts with our names. Rupa, I just want to thank you so much for coming on and for discussing what we both agree is a very important subject. And I want to thank you for being a guest on this podcast. Thank you very much, Debbie, for again for inviting me. And I'm sure we will continue this conversation both offline and perhaps, who knows, in a few months, things may have evolved and we've got something else to say on this matter. Totally agree with you. Thank you very much. If you would like to add your comments to the conversation, then please do so at debbiewilliamspodcast.com. And if you would like further details about Rupa, then please follow the links in the show notes.